Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most And today I am pleased to have mom blogger turned entrepreneur so now so now thank you so much for being a guest on the show today thank you for having me phil so so now i do have this lengthy uh description of who you are because you know smartly i had the uh, form filled out beforehand but why don't you introduce yourself to my guests so that they can get to know you firsthand Sure. So I'm Sonal Ambassador. I'm the founder of Nourish Food for Life, and I'm a qualified nutrition health coach. I'm passionate about helping time-strapped mums and women take control of their plates and well-being so that they and their families can live more healthily. I love it. It's a great thing because growing up, I know my mom was uh, running around with three kids. Um, and not an easy task. Like that all by itself is not an easy task. I can say I was a handful. I will Were honestly <laughs> say I was. I, I'll Hands admit up. it. Cards, cards on the table here. Uh, I was a handful, so I, I like to take things apart. And uh, so there's times I was like undoing a door when my dad was walking in. I'm not supposed to be touching his tools. My mom's trying to take care of my baby brother and my older sister. So yeah, I was a handful. So knowing how time trapped my mom was and how busy she was, nutrition, uh, having you uh, being able to show them some great nutritional tips is great. So. I want to start at the beginning. Have you always been an entrepreneurial person or do you come from the like the nine to five world? Definitely come from the nine to five world. I have over 12 years experience in the city in London. Um, so yeah, fresh out of university, I went to work for a corporate trustee. I did that for over 12 years. And just somewhere along the lines, I was feeling like this isn't kind of cutting it for me anymore. It's not, it's not creatively fulfilling me. Um, mm. kind of done with the whole nine to five. Um and, and, you know, my, my son, um, being a big part of my journey is being, being becoming a mum. Um, when I had my son, I was, became a lot more interested in a scientific way about health. It wasn't just about trying to lose weight, as all us women tend to do at some point <laughs> in our lives. And I actually wanted to understand how the body worked um, and how nutrition can play into that, because I've only had my own trials and tribulations with food. And I understood just how deeply food can impact our health. Um, so it's what started off as me persuading my boss to let me have 10 consecutive Wednesdays off so I could go and study at least school of food and wine um, which is no easy task but I managed it um, so I, I went off to Leeds which is a school of food and wine where we learned about nutrition and practice Leeds is, by the way is beautiful I, I had the chance in 2019 to visit uh, have you been yes I uh, I spent 72 hours in uh, in England I Amazing. landed on Friday morning in London saw the crown jewels jumped on the train the next day up to Leeds to meet up with a fellow podcaster. Amazing. Uh, and we had a night out and we actually invited a whole bunch of Europe, uh, European, well, mostly English and Scottish podcasters to meet up in Leeds to have a little Bad. mini meet. Um, so you know exactly how amazing the place is. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. There's, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's a weird mix of like old and new and like, yes. the, like, what I like to call for North American people, the middle ages for us. Uh, but it's like this like industrial, like mixture between like old English style buildings and the, the more modern stuff that you have now. So you got this yep. like, in between. So mm. I, I loved it. It's a gorgeous city. It's beautiful. Um, 
so so yeah I went and experimented at a time when I was busiest in my life I decided to add another string to my bow but actually what that showed me was I that there was more to life and I didn't have to stay stuck in the city there was this whole other world um, that had been opened up to me should I wish to explore it and really it lit, lit a fire under me let's say in a polite way <laughs> and um, meant that I went on and decided to you know ask to go part-time at work um, I decided to retrain as a nutrition coach off the back of the, the you know the basic education I'd received at Leith's um, and it really set off for me my whole new career path, um, which I hadn't anticipated, which I didn't think I'd have the balls for, if I'm being completely honest. Um, but, you know, sometimes there's something that comes into your life and it, and it changes things and you've, you've got to see where it leads. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Um, I, I do want to ask, because you did ask for the four days off, uh, the, the 10 weeks off of Wednesdays. Yes. <laughs> um, did that come from reading like Tim Ferriss's book? Because I know he he talks about that. No, okay, absolutely not. That that really just stems from the fact that I wanted to do something different. I was really fed up. Um, you know, when you're just craving, you're, you're busy, your your life is kind of hectic, but you're craving something that's going to yes. fire, have you firing on all cylinders. A and passion. Me, you, you just need exactly, that drive. absolutely. That's exactly it. And for me, it was you know I was learning about nutrition. I was for the first time in my life actually giving him monkeys about cooking and from <laughs> scratch because of my child. Um, and I just thought I would love to learn this for my family and be able to do better for them and for myself. Um, so what started as you know a hobby, and I just thought I'm, I'm just going to do this for my family quickly, very quickly, in fact, led to me wanting to actually rechange and, and you know ditch the city and do something completely different. Amazing! I I love it because it's I I it's it's our generation like I think anybody under like 45 I'm saying just has this drive like they don't want to do the nine to five anymore because we saw our parents how draining it is and as we got into it we found how draining it is mm. well I think for me this the story is slightly different in that my parents mm. were immigrants to the UK um, from India so they've always worked very hard not necessarily in the nine to five so they've been doing a bit more of the, you know the, the hard backbreaking stuff yeah. and I've seen them work hard and then they've wanted a good education for me I went off and did that and then suddenly I was like mm, this isn't cutting the mustard I'm going to go and do something myself for the, so for them they're, they're clutching their heads in despair thinking child what are you doing I don't care if you're you know 32 30 I've like don't do this Stick to it's the not civility. it's not how you make money it's no, not exactly. how you do it <laughs> exactly. we didn't like, spend yeah. all that time destroying our packs for you to go willy-nilly on the internet no absolutely exactly that but for me it was having worked in the city for 10 years I, I just wanted something else for my life I, I don't believe that that's the only route for us it's the traditional route when you're when you're brown um and especially when you have immigrant parents but um for me, it's about creating a life that is fulfilling for me and my family. And the nine to five just did not provide that because mentally I am not in the space to be very giving to my child or he won't get the best of me because I'm, well, it's a corporate world. We don't all know what that looks oh, yeah, no. like. I am so, so happy I got out of the corporate world. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. How, how, how many years have you been out of it? Um, it actually just, this is my, like, it's not even a year yet. I've been out of the corporate world. But you're free. Yeah, I'm free. I'm so happy. It's it's weird because for the last 12 years of my life, I've been in the corporate world, like yeah. just w working nonstop in like a nine to five uh, job. So having that structure, like knowing in, I have to go in, sit down at my desk and do work, get up, break and then like a robotic pretty much. Mm. And now that I'm not in that nine to five, that I have a, literally 24 hours that I can get the job done that I need to get done for the first couple of weeks, it was very unnerving. Mm. Cause I was like, 
I don't know if I'm doing anything for my business. Like, what am I doing? Like, it, it's that unnerving feeling because you don't yeah. have that structure after having it for like pretty much 35, 35 years of my life from mm -hmm. school all the way up. Like it's now I'm yeah. free to do whatever I want. So it's like, wow. Revolutionary, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's scary because it's like, why isn't everybody doing this? Like, I know a lot of people who hate their job. Like, this is yeah. like, this is so easy. <laughs> well, I don't know about easy. I, I well, think there are trials and tribulations. Yeah, it's easy. What I mean by easy, not like it's easy to start because it's a lot of work to build your mm. presence. Like I, I started before I quit my job yep. to get to where I am today. Like you have to, there's a build up pre presence, but Absolutely. once the ball starts rolling and you understand it, it's like everything else just becomes a little easier when you start looking mm. at learning because I think the way we grew up in schools and how they taught us is like, we have to be somewhat challenged. Yes. And in the, in the corporate world, you're never challenged unless you're lucky enough to have a job that like every single day is a different day, you know, but mm -hmm. the majority of us are stuck in this robotic nine to five. Absolutely. And I think one of the big things for me was when I left corporate, actually, you know, like you say, the freedom can be liberating, but it can actually be, what the hell am I supposed to be doing with myself? Like, how do I best spend my time? Do I have to work nine to five anymore? Or can I, you know, work and work at three o'clock in the morning? And yeah. actually being free from that routine of someone else's routine, basically, not yours, uh, and um, working to the own ebbs and flow of your energy levels when you work best is was something that I absolutely love. And, you know, I think if I had to go back to a job now, I'd find it very, very difficult not working to my own, you know, in, to my own stride and to my own schedule it it is weird because i i picked up a, a side hustle because most of my job i'm sitting down mm. or standing interviewing like i'm not moving i'm very sediment sediment so i picked up a side hustle if you will at uh, the local pub so that i can get a workout because it's like i'm I, i'm being a busboy so i'm doing all the physical labor so i don't have to pay mm -hmm. for a gym because i'm getting my cardio i'm getting my weight Fabulous. training so I'm getting paid to work out, plus I'm getting my exercise that I need for the the day so I don't feel like I'm, you know, sediment. And I feel at the end of the day, like after a, a shift, you feel like you've worked. Mm -hmm. And so you've like that recovery the next day where you kind of like just sitting on your computer, sending out emails, you don't feel so bad because it's like, I'm resting, but I'm working at the same time from yes. yesterday. You feel that <laughs> I accomplishment. Love it. Yeah, no, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Um. So how long have you been the mompreneur, like mom blogger, mompreneur, doing this, uh, doing it free time? Since you've asked me, since uh, I've answered that, how long have you been like corporate free, if you will? So I left my corporate job, I think it was to, in, in 2018. Um, and I spent a year retraining. We were also getting, you know, stuff done to our house. So that kind of took up a larger proportion of my time. Um, so been properly practicing what I've been doing at the beginning of 2020. So, you know, fabulous time to start, you know, working yeah. for yourself, of course. Um, but, but I've actually found that, um, you know, getting started in the pandemic has helped because it's made me think of things that I perhaps wouldn't have done otherwise. So for instance, one of the things I do is I run a cookery class for kids. Um, and it's all, it's not just cooking because it's all about going beyond baking and encouraging children to cook from scratch and enjoy being in the kitchen and embracing mm -hmm. creativity. Um, 
So I started off doing that at, towards the end of 2019 at home, um, which was carnage, as you can imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine having like eight-year-olds running around trying to cook. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. But anyway, I mean, I was very enthusiastic about my my mission. So, it, you know, I had a few sessions of those and they went really well. But come 2020, I was like, right, I've got to move online to see if this works. And I'm not the most technologically adept person. Um, it takes me a lot. Once I get it, fab. But it, it's, it doesn't come to me naturally. There are far other things that are in my zone of, you know, my zone of genius. Yeah. Technology probably doesn't fall into that. Um, and it was like being comfortable presenting on screen, being visible, um, you know, making sure I can G up the kids and keep that enthusiasm that I normally have in person um, yeah. online. And actually what really struck me was how much better the kids learn online because they're not being distracted by their friends. Um, they're in their own kitchen. So actually what it meant was that the children who um, are learning online, they're a lot more focused, they're actually really learning. Um, but then they're really happy to go and replicate those meals by themselves because they've already done it in the kitchen. So they know where everything is and the comfort level is there. And I hadn't expected that because I really thought that for myself personally, as well as children, they'd enjoy it more in person. But touch wood so far they're enjoying it so for me there's there's not much incentive to go back to doing it in person no plus it's one it's a lot less crazy because you don't have uh, like yeah. 10 eight-year-olds running around mm -hmm. uh with being able to hurt themselves um and you have the other parents there to keep guidance over their kids so you're you're protected in there insurance wise you're just safe <laughs> yeah well, um, well, yeah there, there is that as well and i think the kitchen i mean i have to clear the mess afterwards which yeah you only have to clear one small mess, not 19 afterwards. Yes. But also, it you can teach more kids. So you're, you can have more kids coming in and learning mm. about. And, yeah, and you're not, you're, not, um, you're not restricted by geography. So I've had people join from Chicago. I've had a, a family join from Dubai, which I never would have thought of would have been possible. Um, but all of a sudden, you know, the family's joining, so they want to join too. It makes it a bit of a nightmare to work out what the best timing is, but um, you can make it work. And, and that I found that, you know, that that was definitely an opportunity I would not have um, canvassed had the pandemic not happened. Oh, I love it. I think I think we're seeing like 2020 was the year of growth for digital entrepreneurs. I think a lot of people found out that hey, you can actually make money online and. The technology like jumped from the stone age to the digital age so quickly yeah. um with like the likes of zoom streamyard what we're using right now and so many other amazing uh platforms to, and and like just to help entrepreneurs learn how to create a funnel or you start building their 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 links and their email list to grow it's a, it's an amazing time it's been a massive push i think it's really helped a lot of people think differently um and challenge themselves a bit and, and, you know, not have that comfort level that things are just going to be working like this forever. Um, it's actually, it sparked a lot of creativity in people and, and made them pivot in what they do. And I think that can only be a good thing. I know it's, it's, it's amazing because I've had the ch opportunity to, to interview entrepreneurs like yourself. I, I have had a few mompreneurs on the podcast and it's just amazing the way you, you're, the mothers think so much differently than everybody else because i've interviewed uh over 200 people by now but mom entrepreneurs and anybody who started in 2020 their business think way differently than the older generations what would you say is the main difference uh for moms they care more they there were always client uh client focus like making the best for their customers mm -hmm. and making sure they're happy because it's they take it like as a family 
Like they look yep. at more as a, fa- as a family, their team is a family and their customers are part of their family, bringing them in. Whereas guys are kind of looking like more males in the older generations are looking, how can I get as many people as possible to sell to them? Yep. So it's, yep. it's like, moms, it's like moms are very focused in on their ideal client and who they want to serve. Whereas uh, some of the older generations uh, of entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs are like, how can we get the most people as possible? Because that's where mm-hmm. we make the most money. Yeah, I'd, have to, I'd agree with that. It's, it's amazing time. I love it. I love the shift of culture thinking in that. And uh, more people in get and more families getting financially free too is is amazing as well. And you're helping them with uh, teaching them first with cooking. Because if you're not cooking properly and you're not eating well, you can't nourish your body for life. Exactly. Um, I do, I want to know a tip, like either in your niche of, you know, uh, nourishment and food, uh, food knowledge, or just for a tip for entrepreneurs, when you're starting out, like what's something that you learned that you wish that you want to impart on a a younger generation coming into the entrepreneurial world? So I'm going to give you buy one, get one free. I'm going to do one, one tip each. (laughs) So as the value, it's all about value. Um, So from the entrepreneur, um, entrepreneurial side, what I'd say is I, I think there's a lot of people who um, have made it big very, very quickly. And it's very easy, I think, to go into social media or, you know, look at a YouTuber and think, wow, they've done amazing and they've done it in such a short space of time. I can do that. And I think the reality is it's not as easy as that. Now, that, that, that's not to say it can't be done, but I think be realistic about the time the money you have to invest in bettering yourself and, and getting the skills that you perhaps don't have to reach the goals that you set. Um, re- aim high, but also don't beat yourself up if you're not, you know, you haven't got 1 million followers after two years because you don't really need 1 million followers after two years. Um, but it's more about focus on the quality and focus on making the connections with the right people and the rest of it will follow. Um, and stay in your own lane. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You could be doing exactly the same thing as another person. But they'll be doing it their way and you'll be doing it yours. Um, and as long as you have faith in your approach and the confidence to just deliver in your way, do things in your own unique way that no one else can replicate, um, you'll get there. It may take a while, but, you know, the success will be there. Ooh, I love it. Oh, my God. That's like that's just clipped. Like that whole thing is now the clip for the <laughs> sharing of the social media because it's just pure golden nuggets here on the show. And uh, if you don't, you don't have to give a second one because that one was just like more value than ever. I can do a quick one for you. So on the nutrition side, um, I think a lot of us have moved away from cooking, cooking at home. And I'm, I'm not one of these people that loves cooking, guys. I'll be honest with you. But I see the value in taking the time, energy and effort in cooking from scratch and nourishing your family with you know, things that don't have crap in them, things that aren't processed, things that aren't um, inflammatory to us. Um, so my my biggest tip to everyone would be take the time to cook from scratch a bit more um, and you'll see big transformations in how you feel in yourself, how your family will feel. Um, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be your Michelin starred meals. It can be simple stuff that you batch cook and then, you know, but you're saving time and energy. But do make that time to cook from scratch more. If, if, if nothing else, seeing you cook will encourage your children to embrace cooking from scratch more. Oh, I, I, uh, I love cooking. Like cooking is probably one do of you? my, I, I do. And I was always scared to cook because I never really? really cooked at home. 
uh-huh. I was my my mom would cook and then serve it, and I would like make mac and cheese or hot dog, like the like the really like bachelor style foods that like guys are supposed to be the only ones able to make, right? Yeah. Or the barbecue, like I could barbecue a storm, but never really cooked from scratch. And then I started doing. Uh, we have a meal service here called Hello Fresh. Yes, we have that here too. Okay, and I would I would order them and I would make the meals. I'm like, wow, this is pretty easy, and it's like. Mm a whole variety of meals and then so I just kept the cards and I would just go out and buy the 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 the, the ingredients and just make them again and add my own flavor because I like more spicy foods yes um, I agree so like I would just add more like they said like one of them was like a jalapeno burger like only add a, remember to take out the seeds because they're hot I'm like no let's add the seeds they, they make I want better. the seeds I want the I, seeds I, I like, too <laughs> But so, I think that's where the magic happens, that we're quite lucky in that, you know, like HelloFresh, it's a simple way of cooking from scratch without having to think about food. Um, but it's just still getting real food into your oh, yeah. diet. That is very nourishing. And like you say, I think with all of these things, once you've made a recipe once, you can always think of ways of improving it or making it your own. Um, and I love that you carried on cooking, you know, using the recipe cards and making it your own way. Yeah, like I had a few friends who were like, wow, it's so expensive. Why do you get it? I'm like... The real money is in these cards because if I like the meal, I can replicate it yep. over and over. And then when I had like I had my brother over recently and I was never ever ever like I never understood how to make gravy because mm-hmm. my mom would make it. And it's like, how did you do that? That's magic. And yeah. I would try like how I think and it would never work out. But I got an, uh, a recipe before pan fried uh, chicken with homemade gravy. Perfect. And I tried it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is delicious. And then I made it for my brother when he was over. And he's like, oh, my God, this is like the best thing you've ever cooked. And you've cooked like great steaks. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's it's worthwhile because then you look like this Michelin star chef when you serve it because it's like, wow, you made that from scratch. Yes. Yep. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? We, a lot of these things that, you know, even one generation ago, our parents would have made from scratch. We now can get in a jar and, you know. And we've got so used to doing that. But actually going back to basics means stuff tastes so damn good. And you can personalize it to how you want it. You can make it as spicy as you want it. You can put your own slant on it. And I think that's really where the magic happens. One of the services I offer is a um, personalized cookbook. So it's not a meal plan in the sense of you have this many macros, you have this many calories, but it's giving people base recipes that they can then personalize to their own individual needs Um, and loads of different ways of repurposing meals. And, you know, I just think for people who are short on time, that kind of thing is invaluable because you've got your base recipes, you know, the different alternatives you can do. Boom. You know, you've lit a fire under them that they can actually make these meals and it's exciting. They're using different vegetables that they wouldn't use, different grains that they would use um, than they would usually use. So, yeah, I think sometimes we just need someone to inspire us, don't we, to do things differently. It's it's that simple. Someone because like we don't know what we're missing. Like I don't like I at the pub I work at, um, Mm. we have some uh, Middle Eastern people. So they they make curry. So like they're Indian. So they make the curries. And it's like we we have curry on the menu in an an Irish pub. And but it's it's one of our best selling menus. Like it's one of the best selling uh, items on the menu because people just love the flavor of it. And I think think we're missing more flavor in the world. Yep. And the, the thing is, when you start cooking from scratch more, because you're not you you're not using processed foods, you're not using things that are fillers. You can pack more nutrition in there. One thing I always say: we we focus on having lots of fruit and vegetables. Like, how many portions of vegetables and fruit are you having on a day? But actually, if we think in terms of plant food, and this irrespective of whether you're vegetarian, vegan, and omnivore, pescatarian, flexitarian, it doesn't really matter. 
we could all do with eating more vegetable plant foods. And by plant yeah. foods, I mean vegetables and fruits, of course, but then also your herbs and your spices, because those are packed with health supportive compounds. Um, that really, if you're, you know, if you're making your own pesto, that's going to be far better than thing you can get in the shop. A, it's going to taste damn good and, and far better, but also it, you can really make it with anti-inflammatory oils like olive oil rather than what they're probably using, like a, a low-grade oil that contributes to inflammation. And I think taking back that control over what you're putting into your body can be really empowering and a foundation of living more healthfully. Yeah. My God, so true. Like if we look at... I, I like places like China or, you know, Tokyo where, or Japan, their lifespan is so much longer than North American. It's because they're eating more healthier. They're eating like fresh food. That's right. Yep. I think we've been sport in the Western world because yes. what we think works for us, like having all this choice, having all these convenience foods at our beck and call, that's actually taken us further away from how we should be eating and eating in a way that, um, is nourishing. We're actually feeding disease when we're eating processed foods, when we're eating um, things in packets. That's not to say we can never eat them, but I think we really have to make, we have to be honest with ourselves about what we're putting into our bodies and what it's doing to us. Um, and unfortunately, the nutritional world, the wellness world has become so skewed, so fatty, that sometimes for the layperson, it can be difficult to um, figure out what healthy eating looks like, which is ridiculous. But that's healthy the situation just, we've created. I, I, I found the best for healthy eating is just when you think you have enough vegetables, add more. Yeah, <laughs> a good just, base room to go from. It's, it's, if you think you have enough, just add a bit more and then you're safe. Like it, it never hurts because one, you like these vegetables, so why not have more of them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something I talk to a lot of my clients about is this idea over here, the NHS recommends that you have five portions of vegetables and fruit. Again, they don't make any mention of herbs and spices, um, but those can be included in that. But there's also, there's evidence to suggest that having closer to 10 portions um, means that you're actually protecting yourself from disease. So if you're going to a point where you're just maintaining your health at five a day, but you're then protecting yourself from disease at 10 a day. I mean, it becomes quite obvious which one we should be striving for, isn't it? Yeah. But we don't hear about the 10 a day as much. Um, the big push that I make, and I think what you said, um, you know, adding a little bit more veg, it's as simple as that. Have what you would normally have, add a bit more. You know, always always strive for more. Yeah, it's, it's it. I, I like it because like I, I'm trying to decrease my amount of meat that I eat. I don't want to become a vegetarian or mm -hmm. uh, a vegan. I just want, I'm like, I realize that like eating a lot of red meat and eat a lot of chicken, like it's not the best thing. So I need a, and I still need flavor because I, I, I need to get filled. I'm a big guy. I need to feel <laughs> full. So yeah. I'm like, let's just replace the extra serving of like a meat portion with an like an extra serving of vegetables. That way I still get filled. I get nutrients and it's a more filling meal than just mm. pure protein. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that I would, I would say that if you're having a good cut of meat, I'm vegetarian, but I still advocate people eating meat if they should, they choose to wish to eat it because I think there is a, there's so it is, rich in iron it is rich in nutrients um so for a while we've been told to cut down on all these things but actually if you're getting a good cut of meat and you are pairing that with vegetables and a good source of fat then that that's a pretty damn good healthy meal mm -hmm. it's it it I, I think we got scared back like like oh this this is no good like fatty acids are no yep. good then, then fatty acids were good and then carbohydrates were bad then carbohydrates are good 
like it's a constant like we're just getting these like not fully formed sentences about mm-hmm. or idea about nutrition when it's like you know a solid coloring of fruits and veggies on your plate with yep. a, just a about the size of your fist I think is a good size for a, a cut of meat and then you know yep. and then uh that's pretty much it and like I guess dairy or something I don't know really I just do veggies and mm-hmm. and and meat that's usually my meals simple try and keep it as simple as possible uh for me but yeah yeah no I think that's a great place to start and I think the more vegetables we can pump into our diet the better from a point a nutritional point of view because you're getting your vitamins and minerals in but also it's going to be good fiber for your gut and we hear a lot nowadays about our gut health and how that impacts our immune system our fertility um our 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 brain and our mood so I think at the foundation of everything, we've got to be thinking of the health of our gut and having a variety of plant foods. So that's your vegetables, fruits, herbs, and spices. I say this a lot, but I think it's worth reiterating. It's going to ensure that you get as much diversity into your gut microbiome and that sets us off for good health. So, you know, no brainer there. Yeah, no, it's like you said, no brainer. Um, I I, I am curious um, in your journey so far since 2019 or even before that, the beginning of your uh, decision to move into a more entrepreneurial world. What has been your like your favorite moment so far in your your journey? Would you say probably right at the beginning when I first um, when I did really well at least, and I was thinking I can make this into something. Should I have the guts to leave the stability of a city job? And I ruminated on it a while, and I just got to a point where I was like, my son's starting school. I want to be the one that does pickups and drop-offs. I'm going to ask if they'll give let me go down a few days at work. Um, and everyone around me was saying they're not going to give you three days. You're not going to be allowed to work three days. It's just not going to happen. And I just in an instant made the decision because that was my gut telling me that I need to do this was like no I will ask for three days and whether they give it or not is a different matter but that's what I want and I'm going to go for what I want and let's see how that pans out and initially they said no um and I told them that's absolutely fine but if you can't accommodate that I will be handing my notice in and that wasn't an empty threat that wasn't me trying to throw my weight around that was just this is what I want for my life this is what I want. And you can either accommodate me and you can't. And if you can't, that's fine. We'll, we'll part ways. Um, and I did actually end up handing in my notice. And before I left, they created a role for me when, for, for the three, three days, um, doing exactly, you know, giving me free reign to work from home, um, working really odd hours compared to everyone else. But I was given a project management role. So, you know, I didn't have to necessarily be working the same times as everyone as long as I communicated well. And that for me was a win because I was, I can create my own, you know, I I, I can be the creator of my own destiny. That sounds like really like woo woo, but. No, but it, it you just empowering. proved it. You just <laughs> proved like you asked and it's, it's something like, so I, I brought up Tim Ferriss's the four hour work week because mm-hmm. in it, he does mention that he says, this is how you set, get yourself away from the nine to five and yep. start moving from a corporate world into the, you know, digital, not necessarily digital entrepreneur world, but a, a financial freedom world is that you just ask and you go, Let, let's try it for a test period. Like they tested it with you for the uh, Wednesdays off. You still kept your, you know, your professional life going as well as your, your side, like your learning. And then when you went, look, I need three days a week. This is what I want. If if you guys can't, I understand. Like, no hard feelings. Like, I am asking a lot, but I need to give my notice at that point. And then they realized, like, it wasn't an empty threat. Yeah. And you, you someone said no, and you're like, no, I'm going to do it because I can. Yeah. 
I, I know. And I think everyone around me was like thinking, what is she doing? But I think I had such confidence in what I what I wanted to achieve and that I could do it that I was like, well, sack it, sack it off. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a go. And I actually did the three day role for I think it was close to a year. And they asked me to stay on. And I, and I, by that point, I knew that I didn't want to be in the corporate world. I was kind of really done with it. And I thought, well, I can stay on just for the money, but actually I don't want to become a wage slave. And as I have yeah. been for the past 12 years, I'm not enjoying it anymore. Um, and, I, and I did leave. And I think at that point, people thought I'd lost the bloody plot because I had the days I wanted, the hours I wanted, the flexibility I wanted. And I was still saying, no, I want more. And people were like, what are you doing? I think it's because people are, they're scared of what, like they have, they have what they think is security, mm-hmm. but they, they're scared of what the, they're unknown. Like when you strike out on your own, you, you gain so much more back than actually oh, having a nine to five. Like you forget, cause we're so, for so long of our lives, we're in this world where we don't control anything. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the corporate world where we still don't, it's still that kind of like safety box. Cause it's like, I know what I have to do every day. I, I don't have to worry. My, my day, my routine is done and you feel accomplished. But when you have your entrepreneurial, it's like, I'm going to go sit in a cafe and read for two hours. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think one of the most, um, the revelatory things is yes, it's hard. It is damn hard at times, but the freedom you get, from not being tied to someone else's schedule, the, the the creative freedom you get for driving your business the way you want it or your entrepreneurial journey, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, being the driving force behind that. And actually, it's a revelation when you decide, actually, this isn't working. I'm going to change it up. And you don't need to wait for all the bureaucratic BS. You can just take that decision and action it the next goddamn day if you want to. And that is like, whoa, hey, that how easy was that? And it was me that drove that. And it was didn't take an age. Yeah. You can be so much more responsive. Oh yeah. It's like, Oh, my client doesn't like this. Okay. I can change it for the next client make sure it doesn't happen. Or my client wants more of this. We're adding more of this. Like, it's not like, okay, I have to submit this ticket, which goes to this person, then goes to this person. Then it goes to the budget. And then it comes back eight years later, it's, it's put into place and no one wants it anymore. No, it's exactly. Next day. Yeah. And, and I think also, you know, going from corporate to doing this, I mean, I think sometimes it takes, it took me a while to get out the corporate mindset and actually realize oh I am in control you know hey I can do whatever I like that took a while so that I think there is a work you know some mindset work that ends up having to be done there um but I think I've grown in the short time that I've been out of the city more than I've done in my 12 years in the city and it wasn't it wasn't piss easy it was it was hard at times um and you know there were times when I was being pushed and all of that but striking out on my own I've grown so much as a person Um, I've learned so much about business it's unreal and that's what keeps me going even on the days that are hard the fact that I'm constantly learning I it's just you know you you mentioned before at the beginning before we started recording that you're a voracious reader and Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a voracious learner I I I thrive off learning new things and implementing it so in terms of personal growth it's a whole different field and I'm absolutely loving every minute of it yeah, it's true. Um, where I'm a I'm a super fast learner. I love learning new things that challenge my brain as well as reading. That's why I read so much because it's like this is like when I ask my guests like, "What's your favorite book or a book you suggest?" I'm like, if they've learned something from there, I'm going to learn something as well. So I I want to I want to steal that knowledge so I have it so I can implement it myself or see how I can work it into my 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 business. So. 
Yeah, it's it's the greatest thing because if you're someone who thrives on learning, being an entrepreneur, you get to try so much stuff and learn mm. so much because you're trying and failing and getting things right so because everything moves so quickly. Mm. But at the same time, things can take so long to get it moving at the same time. It's the weirdest it is it i was just thinking on that yeah that that is kind of it is odd isn't it because um things move fast but things also move pretty slow but it's just balancing everything i think you know and not being fed up of there there are times when it can be like flipping out like when when does this journey end you know in the sense of when i'm going to feel like i've made it when i'm but the trick is that you've never made it and there's always things you can do better and you just keep having to feed feed that um the that thirst need. for knowledge yeah yes, that exactly. just, scratch that itch yeah <laughs> it, it never gets it, it there's not enough books there's not enough learning there's not enough time in a day when you're an entrepreneur like oh i want to do this this and this like you're like my goal is to hit this and then you hit that goal and you're like before you even hit that goal you're already thinking i'm like well that's not my goal anymore my goal is like 18 feet like 18 yeah. years down the road and before you even get to that one you're kicking it down further down the road because you know it's an addiction that's right it's probably the healthiest addiction i know that i'm like i'm okay with Mm. yeah if there's worse there's a lot worse more things so you know actually that's fine we can take that but i do think it is helpful when as entrepreneurs instead of constantly setting ourselves a new goal when we hit one of our goals or we have a success we have a win we take the time to appreciate it and not just move mm-hmm. on because something I used to do and I, and I still fall into this trap occasionally is where I go through the I'm like what did I achieve and I feel like okay well I didn't quite get there on this but I did do well on this but um, it's just all in my head but when I write it down and I make a column of wins and successes I'm actually blown away by how much I've achieved in the short space of time that I've been doing what I do but if I don't do that then it's very easy for me to feel like, oh, well, you haven't done an awful lot or, you you know, to to get into that. You haven't gone far enough. But when you document it, when it's there in front of you, in black and white, you, you can't really argue it, can you? No, it's it's it, for me, it's when I look at my podcast, I'm like, yeah, OK, I recorded an episode. OK, whatever. And then when I'm talking with people, I'm like, I, I've recorded this, this, this. I do that, that, that. And they're like, you, you've That's done all that in like. I'm like, yeah, it's nothing. Like, it's easy. And, mm. but then when I sit down and look at it from someone else's point of view, it's like, yeah, those are a lot of achievements in such a short period of time. Yeah. I think we, we could all do with valuing ourselves more. Um, and maybe it's a throwback for those of us who've come from corporate. Maybe it's a throwback to, you know, you can have great successes in your career, but sometimes you don't get lauded for it. It's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, you, you did well. Oh, fabulous. That, you know, nicely move done. On. Okay. Moving on. Like yeah, exactly. what, what you want us a gold star or something? No, get on to the next thing. But yes, exactly. you, we deserve the gold star. Where are our bosses? We can give ourselves gold stars. Exactly. Get the reward charts out. I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna make that the entrepreneurial reward chart. You know, <laughs> every time you hit a gold, gold star. Damn. Um going back to uh, uh the voracious book eater that I am, we are coming near the end of the episode, and I, I do want to get the your suggestion for a book because uh, everybody needs a good book to read what would you suggest for entrepreneurs anywhere in their journey a good book to read i love um fab giovanetti's make an impact um it's the six habits of highly influential people and i just love the way it's written it's very simple and easy to follow you can action the thing the recommendations of them really really quickly um and it's something that I, I mean, I read it well back, but I will refer to it time and time again, because sometimes you just need to pick me up um, or just have a reset. 
and, and it's a book that I just find is always close to hand where I can just have a flip through and it helps me kind of yeah feel a bit more optimistic and feel like yeah I've got this I love it everybody needs that just like that one book that's a pick-me-up or a motivational book and or something just like oh you're right I need to do this instead absolutely or just a reminder um now so now we're coming to the end uh, I'm going to jump off the screen. I'm going to give you uh, the, the f up to five minutes. You can take it or use as much as or as little as you want. Uh, let my audience know where they can find you, how they can connect with you if they're interested in some of your crazy, uh, amazing services like your healthy one-on-one -on -one food coaching, uh, your month coaching, your three-month, your amazing other packages that you offer. Um, so the floor is yours. Thank you. So um, as Phil said, I'm a nutrition and health coach. I help time-strapped mums to take control of their plates and well-being so that they and their families can eat more healthfully. A large part of my focus in actually, is actually on nutrition education. So it's going back to basics and making sure that we all understand what eating healthily actually looks like for us. Now, there are general principles of healthy eating that apply to us all, but there, are, there is so much more to that, which we can um, drill into a bit more if you decide to work with me one-to-one -one, or if you just, you know, get in touch to pick my brain. Um, the things that I offer, I work with clients one-to-one -one and in a group program. I'll be launching my next group um, program in the next two weeks. I'm really excited about that. Um, but one-to-one -one is something that is really important to me because I think that's where the best transformations are made because you've got me holding your hand. You've got me educating you. You've got me inspiring, empowering you and keeping you on track. Um, often we think of um, our health as a short-term goal. Like, you know, I'll do this program for three months. I'll, I'll work with you for a month. But the reality is it's an ongoing journey. And we're always going to go from, you know, being really healthy to sometimes not being so healthy. And, and you know, it, we're constantly moving back and forth between those state, um, states. But I think if we can get the foundationals right, then you're really cementing a healthful lifestyle um, that works for you. I love food. I may not love cooking, being in the kitchen 24-7. But I think that works to my clients' advantages because I'm always using creating recipes that are simple, quick and easy to make that taste damn good, but are full of nourishing ingredients. Um, so that, that's a key part of what I do. And the other service that I offer is a personalized cookbook, which is your go-to recipes um, that are simple, quick, easy, but super nourishing that's personalized to you. There's a huge section at the front which gives you nutritional guidelines that are for you specifically and for your family. Um, and the recipes are not just recipes, they're recipes, but they're telling you why I've included these recipes. Um, you're learning about what nutrients you're getting out of these recipes. There's no talk of calories, no talk of macros, because that's not as important when you're looking at overall health. That's, you know, more important for people who want to lose weight or are trying to build muscle. Um, and basically, my aim is always to try and reconnect people with real food, real nutrition, um, stay away from fads, and just build better habits that serve them that make them you know for want of a better word um help them live their best life so i offer 30 minute calls that are completely free of charge and the no obligation and they're really there for you to pick my brain um and, and get to know me and for me to get to know you and, and see if maybe we would like to work together um and if you go to my website which is www.nourishfoodforlife.co.uk you can book in for that whenever you please um i'm also on instagram Again, my social media handle is at Nourish Food for Life. Um, and, you know, I'm really happy to speak to people in the DMs um, about any questions they have. Um, so, yeah, come, come and have a chat and get, get to know me. 
Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Sonal so much for being an amazing guest and sharing her journey and some knowledge uh, about proper nutrition with us here on the show. Um, of course, all the links will be in the show notes down below so that you can connect with her and uh, bring your uh, nutrition to the next level and your healthy eating as well for your families and yourself because it's so important because a healthy mind, healthy body brings a healthy wallet. Um, you got to get all those three in, in order. Um, so now, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. Um, I, I thank you so much. I just can't thank you enough. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the show. I thank you so much. Remember to invest in yourself. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, as a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, feelbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is feelbetterinc.com. Dot com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest in yourself.